Hey, friends, and welcome to episode 170 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today we're going to talk about what to do when you are sick and tired of your own procrastination. I get a lot of questions about procrastination, like why we can find literally anything and everything else to do, like deep cleaning the baseboards when we should really be working, or making that phone call, or having that tough conversation, or running those errands. Procrastination is one of the biggest topics and some of the most frequent questions I get in my inbox. I get it. Time management and putting an end to procrastination go hand in hand. And there are so many time management strategies and tools that can help you out. Here's what I've learned to be true for most of us who procrastinate, which is every single person you've ever met, we've all procrastinated in one way or another at some point in our lives. It's that we want to stop. We know it's bad or we know it's not helping us get to where we want to go, but we don't know how to stop. Well, wishing procrastination away doesn't work. And simply saying, okay, I need to stop procrastinating now also isn't enough. You can't willpower your way into avoiding procrastination. It's actually much deeper than that which is exactly what we're diving into on today's episode. And real quick, before we dive in, I know you're trying to make the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house. I know it might be a little inconvenient to stop what you're doing and take notes. So don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details and lessons learned from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash one. 70. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Like with many things I talk about on this show, we have to get to the root of the problem. And addressing procrastination is no different. We have to do the introspective work and figure out why we're even procrastinating in the first place. And it usually comes down to a couple of factors that are outweighing self-control and motivation. Think of it like tipping a scale, not like the kind of scale that you stand on that tells you how much you weigh, but the kind of scale that has like the two little buckets on either side of it. And on one side is self-control and motivation. And the other bucket is for factors like anxiety, fear of failure, perceived difficulty, exhaustion, boredom, etc. So we start procrastinating when all of those downsides, those negative factors, are heavier than our self-control and motivation. The scale tips in the direction of procrastination. So let's take a closer look at how these negative factors impact our motivation and then lead to procrastination. 
We'll start by talking through each of the most common reasons why we procrastinate. Fear, overwhelm, confusion, exhaustion, intimidation, and boredom. And we'll take them one by one. So as you're listening, pay close attention to the reasons that resonate with you. So first, we have fear. And that can be fear of failure, fear of rejection, or even fear of success. You don't want to send the email because you're afraid of getting a negative response. You don't want to make the doctor's appointment because you don't want bad news. You haven't filled out your applications for grad school, law school, whatever. You haven't started your business because you're worried about what might happen if you do succeed. I mean, can you even handle it all? Fear is the most common reason, and it's happened to me plenty of times. Back in January of 2022, my big goal was to create a book proposal to start sending to agents. And by the time the end of March rolled around, I'd barely made any progress. The fear of failure and the fear of rejection were hitting me big time. Plus, the fear of success even showed up and made me doubt whether I could even handle writing a book if I did manage to finish the proposal. Next, we have overwhelm. Sometimes the responsibility you're putting off is just too much to think about, so you don't do it. Or you're so overwhelmed with everything on your plate and filling the pages of your calendar that you feel frozen, like a deer in headlights. One of the members inside the It's About Time Academy recently shared that she's working through the process of cleaning out her parents' home. Not only is it a daunting task that can't be tackled in a single afternoon or even a single week, there are a lot of emotions involved. The whole project is overwhelming on a lot of different levels. In addition to overwhelm, we can also procrastinate because something's confusing. Maybe you've been putting off a project at work because you don't understand the instructions. Look, it's hard for us to become motivated when we're unsure about what the end goal or what done should look like. It's equally as hard to become motivated to work on a project when the purpose of the project isn't clear. This is actually one of the times when knowing yourself and how you respond to expectations is important. You might have heard me mention Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies in a past podcast episode. I love to reference the four tendencies, and I'll be sure to link to her book, The Four Tendencies, in the show notes. So the four tendencies describe how each of us responds to inner and outer expectations. And one of the four types is the questioner. And questioners must understand and agree with the why or the purpose behind something in order to follow through. So if that sounds familiar, you might be a questioner. And a questioner would likely struggle with procrastination when the purpose of the project or how it relates to the bigger picture just isn't clear. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at annadcornick.com forward slash quiz, 
I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at annadcornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Moving on from confusion, you might be procrastinating because you're exhausted. Listen, sometimes you're just tired, and that's okay. But when we find ourselves in a never-ending cycle of exhaustion and then not doing the things we need to do, that should be a wake-up call. Sometimes we need to be in the right headspace to get something done, and if we're exhausted, there's not a lot we can do to summon the right mindset. And then sometimes it's the perceived difficulty of the task that's holding you back. You're just plain intimidated by it. I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't exactly dive headfirst into the things that I don't think I'll be good at or things that just seem really hard. For example, after getting feedback from my editor on one of my book chapters, I procrastinated rewriting that chapter because I knew it would be hard. I've put off having tough conversations with my husband and even my teams in previous jobs because, well, they were tough conversations. It was going to be hard. To round out our possible reasons for procrastination, finally, you might just be bored. It really is that simple sometimes. If you're bored by something, will you be motivated to do it? Probably not. It's sort of the opposite end of the perceived difficulty problem. If something is simple or not time-consuming, you look at it and you think, oh, this is going to be super easy, you might put it off until you know you absolutely have to do it. All right, so now that we've covered some of the reasons why you might be procrastinating, fear, overwhelm, confusion, exhaustion, intimidation, and boredom, take a second and think about something you are procrastinating right now. And which of these reasons could be the cause? I really encourage you to get honest with yourself about why you keep putting things off. When you dig deep and ask yourself why, It'll help you get closer to taking action and changing the way you think about and do productivity and time management. You want to attack the problem with the matching solution. It wouldn't make sense to put a Band-Aid on a runny nose, right? You've got to understand the problem first to know how to solve it. And when you've figured that out, you can start to implement a few strategies to fight back. And today, we're going to talk about my two favorites. And those two strategies are to first, honor your preferences, and second, to create an easy button for yourself. 
let's dive into each one. A great way to beat procrastination is to honor your preferences. What do I mean by that? I don't mean that if you don't want to work, then don't, because most of us don't really have a choice. We have bills to pay, or we can't take Fridays off in the summer because we have a lot going on. That's different. Sometimes life just calls for gritting your teeth and bearing it. What I'm talking about is more along the lines of how you manage your responsibilities in a way that doesn't make you avoid them. If you're not a morning person, then don't force yourself to be. If you don't have a good reason to get up at 5 a.m., then don't. If you put yourself in a box or try to fit into someone else's mold, you're automatically putting yourself on defense. If you hate getting up early, working out is going to feel like even more of a chore, even more difficult when you're coupling it with something that you already don't like doing. So if there's something that feels like pulling teeth to do, but you don't have to do it, then you're probably making things a lot harder on yourself than they need to be. When you work with your body's clock, your life, and the things you value in it, you set yourself up for better chances of success. And you can also try to create an easy button for yourself. Can you set everything out for your workout? Shoes, clothes, AirPods, water bottle, whatever, the night before. Can you make your lunches on Sunday night, even if you work from home so you don't spend too long making lunch and then taking an hour-long TikTok break after? This is definitely something that's worked in my own life. Going back to the workout example, that's actually what I have to do to make sure I get up on time and make it to the gym. I get there at 5.30 a.m., but only because I get out of my bed as soon as my alarm goes off, except for the week after daylight savings time that always throws me. And I set everything out the night before, so I don't have any excuses to crawl back in bed. I actually did an episode a couple weeks ago about finding time to work out, which I'll be sure to link to in the show notes if you want to hear more about this. But anyway, I know myself and I know my parameters, and willpower alone has never been enough to get to the gym early in the morning. I'm not much of a morning person, but that's the only opportunity I have during the week. So I put strict guardrails in place that help keep me consistent. Working out is my big example, but there are lots of ways to apply an easy button to different things that you might be putting off. If you're feeling overwhelmed by a big project, can you break it up into smaller pieces, tiny pieces, so that taking the first step or the next step feels easy? If you're avoiding something because it's boring or feels difficult, can you make it more fun by asking a friend to join you? Even cleaning out the garage can be kind of fun if you've got good music and a buddy with you. If you're putting something off because you're afraid of failure, you're afraid it won't be perfect, like a work project or creating a new product in your business, how can you get yourself a quick win to propel you forward? If you find yourself procrastinating maybe a little too much, don't be so hard on yourself. It's something everyone does, and it's a super easy pattern to fall into. But recognizing the why and putting up boundaries can help you stay focused. That's the first step. But when you do it once, it's going to feel so rewarding, you'll want to do it again. And speaking of first steps, I'd love to invite you to my upcoming workshop, One Step Closer. During this free one-hour training, I'll walk you through what's not working with your current time management, the alternative to all those tools and tactics out there. In this free one-hour training, I'll walk you through what's not working with your current time management. We'll do exercises to help you create time management plans that work for you. I'll show you how to identify obstacles to your plan and how to create a day-by-day 
one step at a time plan that actually reflects the reality of your life and work. You don't have to stay stuck in procrastination. Let's get you one step closer to a more productive, fulfilling life. Grab your spot for this free training at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash workshop, and I'll see you on April 25th. And if you're listening to this in the future, you can still grab the replay. All right, friends, that's all the time we have for today. And as always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 170. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.